Tito's and Shiner Gonna be an all-nighter And I just might find her At the Whataburger line Dance halls and women But man, I'm wishing That I was fishing by the river tonight Howdy, 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 everybody. Welcome back to another special, sick, literally, episode of Tex-ish. We have a really fun episode in store for everybody. A bit more seasonal, a bit more topical, a bit more... A little bit more pumpkin spicy, if you will. (laughs) A bit more up with the times. (laughs) We are falling into place, if you know what I mean. It's just automatic. I don't want to jack a lantern around. (laughs) But thank you so much for listening. We know that this episode is posting a little bit late. My bro bro, Seth, has been really sick. Not COVID, just actual, well, not actual, sick other than COVID. I don't know if people have forgotten that you can also get not COVID still. I forgot. But yeah, you've been really sick. I've been really sick for like seven days now. Yeah, and you look great other than your pale face (laughs) at this moment. (laughs) I appreciate it. You should have seen me Friday. Um, I'm glad I did. <laughs> yeah, I've been. Uh, I have. I. I'm pretty sure it's some kind of tonsillitis. My tonsils are covered in these lovely little white pus pockets. Uh, but I'm feeling a lot better today, so we're gonna get this done and get it get it published so that we can hit our continue our, to hit our con- consistency <laughs> because it's important to me that we're consistent. That as as it is with me, but it has been hard even to think of doing a podcast yeah. today because I know you haven't been feeling good. So well, I think this is gonna make me feel a lot better. Which brings me to my first not sponsor. We are not sponsored by who? We're not sponsored by untimely illnesses. <laughs> untimely illnesses is everything in your life going really well. Do you perhaps have a new girlfriend? Is the weather <laughs> turning for the better? Why don't you get sick right now? Are the now? birds literally chirping outside of your open window in your East Austin rental home, and it's just so pretty outside that you would just love to feel like garbage? Untimely illnesses. Untimely illnesses. Got a bunch of stuff that you want to do versus the usual stuff you have to do? Untimely, Untimely illnesses. illnesses. <laughs> <laughs> Our other not sponsors, a bit in accordance with untimely illnesses, mm. Upper Crust Bakery. Upper Crust Bakery. Here in Austin, Texas. I had their cinnamon roll for the mm-hmm. first time ever. It's a famous one. I didn't know it was famous at all. I had never heard of this place before. A coworker who happens to be the niece of the owner sure. brought in some pastries and they make their cinnamon rolls with croissant dough. Interesting. I almost cried eating that cinnamon roll. Yes, our not sponsors, Upper Crust Bakery. Not a joke. Not even grabbing for attention. I just want everyone else to go try. They don't sponsor us, and they're amazing. They don't sponsor us. They have no idea who we are. I just almost cried eating a cinnamon roll on a Tuesday and want everyone else to have the same experience. Upper Crust Bakery. Are you happy and want to be more happy? Upper Crust Bakery. Upper Crust Bakery. Do you have an untimely (laughs) illness? Even though sugar is an inflammatory, according to Seth's girlfriend, whom I asked to go get him pastries, to which she said... I'll wait till tomorrow because sugar is an inflammatory. Fair. Upper crust bakery. Upper crust bakery. It'll make you feel good, but look bad. <laughs> Looking bad never felt so good. <laughs> Looking, upper crust bakery. <laughs> Looking bad never felt so good. 
<laughs> what uh, what happened once upon a time in Texas history, Seth? So once upon a time in Texas history, I'm going to weave a little bit of a tale here. In 1894, the city of Austin purchased 31 used towers from Detroit. Now, these towers were manufactured by Fort Wayne Electric Company and assembled on site. These towers are over 100 feet tall, and they are what's called a moon tower. Now, these moon towers were purchased, a lot of people think, because of somebody called the Servant Girl Annihilator, also known as the Midnight Assassin. What? Now, admittedly, the murders took place 10 years before the moon towers were purchased, but I do want to point out that this guy is... uh, crazy it's the it's the first documented serial killer in america what the heck he killed um i want to say he killed like seven or ten people in austin texas now he didn't get a lot of attention at first whenever it first started happening because so eight known victims he didn't get a lot of attention at first because he was mostly killing, you know, uh, people who were lower lower class. Yeah, but as was the case with a lot of murders. As was the case with a lot of murders. Is the case with a lot of murders right. to this day. But he got national attention whenever he killed two very wealthy people in well-to-do neighborhoods on the same night. Whoa. And he had the kind of the same M.O. He would rip people out of their bedrooms, do terrible things, and then kill them in, in grotesque ways. Now, here's where it gets really fun. A lot of people think that this guy, because he was never caught, is Jack the Ripper. Do they really? They think it's the same guy. Is there, are the times, like, linked up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So people can so really people tie, can really tie the murders in England to a potential murderer mm-hmm. here Not in... Not directly, but yeah, they think that he fled America and went to London. What the mm-hmm. heck? The M.O. was so similar. That's really creepy. And now this is before they had, like, modern ways of... Uh, this is way before they, they even thought about being like, oh, well, this crime was done in the same way as this crime. Maybe mm-hmm. they're related. <laughs> Which seems like just basic knowledge. Yeah, but like, like, logic. But <laughs> it, it was very much so like, is that blood? Gross. Gross. Back to my <laughs> hunch. Back to my hunch. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so that was... And a lot of people are pretty sure that's why the moon towers were erected in the first place. Now, admittedly, moon towers were pretty common in rural areas. They were very useful. They, they light up things at night. Um, they're bright enough that you could read a wristwatch uh, within 1,000 feet of one. Oh, wow. Which is actually really cool. Like they, And the reason they were you know, used in the first place is because using like street lamps okay. was way too expensive at the time. Uh, so using a giant tower is actually cheaper overall. Again, logic. Everyone in the rural areas thought, wait, hold up. <laughs> we don't need 50 small lights. Do we one. need one big one. Hold on. We need to, we need, let's be real. Hold on. You tell me I can do, <laughs> I could do 50 little lights. Or I could do, or one, I could do on big one, one on one on big one. Oh, you I want could, me to use a little light, but hey, I can make hey, a big one. I tell you what, let's do one big one. I, I got you a name for it. You know what I would call it? I'm called a moon tower. <laughs> So, yeah. Genius. Exactly. So that's when the moon towers were actually purchased and, and installed uh, in that year. And that's, I just thought that was kind of a cool little like tied into the Halloween. Tied into the Halloween thing. Because we're being topical. Yeah, we're being topical. <laughs> to go a little off topic, 
There's also the famous line, there's a party at the Moon Tower. Exactly. Hope you'll be there. Hope you'll be there. There's also the Moon Tower Comedy Festival. Then there's also the Moon Tower Brewing Company. Brewing Company. And Austin is the only city in the world that still has moon towers. Are you serious? No, that's what it says on Are they... Does it say if they're functional or is it just we happen to keep them We're the only ones with functional moon towers. Okay. Well, hey, Halloween Um, this year, if you're listening to this podcast, party at the moon tower. Mm -hmm. We'll see you there. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, So... Badass or badass? Uh, uh, let's go with small town. Of the small week town first. Of the week. So small town of the week. We're gonna go with Kingsland, Texas. Ooh. Population six thousand. Now, why Kingsland? You might ask. Well, there's a very good reason. And Not to be confused with Kingsville. Not to be confused with Kingswood or Kingwood. This is Kingsland. Kingsland. Absolutely. It is a census designated place, which is new for me in Lano County. I feel like every town is a different kind a of different town. kind of designation. <laughs> it's like this is a Tuesdays only town. This is a ladies night, meaning late eighties night town. town. This is a township. This is a this town is a, canoe. This is a town prince. So this is a census designated <laughs> yeah. town. This is a census designated place. Place. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> uh, population six thousand thirty. Uh, so here's here's like the whole thing, right? The biggest attraction in Kingsland is the Victorian style Antlers Hotel, which is a railroad resort in Kingsland that fell into disrepair in the early 1900s. But it was purchased and restored in the 1900s and reopened as the Antlers Hotel with uh, the Grand Central Cafe restaurant in Queen Anne Architecture. So this is a historic railroad type thing. And this is the house where the Texas Chainsaw Massacre was filmed. Oh my gosh. You're getting really, really topical with everything hey, right now. Hey, why not, right? It's, it's Halloween. <laughs> like, let's go for let's it. Talk let's talk about murder. Story. Let's talk about murder. If white chicks can talk um, about murder all the time, we can do it once. So, and this is interesting, only, this is even more interesting because they actually, somebody purchased the original uh, house that they filmed that movie at, the original te- Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which yeah. is from like 1970-something. And they moved it to Kingsland and rebuilt it. They they made you know this this big. They put it uh, as part of this Antlers Ranch or Antlers Hotel hotel, and made it into their their restaurant. Wow! So like you can go to the restaurant. It's like oh, this is the original this house. Is the original they, house. The, the cannibal family lived in. Wow! Um, what do they serve the at movie, the restaurant from the movie? Yeah, I know, right? Uh, and keep in mind, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is based loosely based on events that were sort of real, um, but also in Oklahoma, also, right? Or is uh, that an old wives' tale? So that's an old wives' tale. Uh, it's loosely based on on these events that happened in Wisconsin. Okay, um, I want to say, and it, uh, I'm trying to remember the because if you name. grew up in Texas, I feel like yeah. everyone always everybody says, always well, say, it's oh, based on a true story, but it happened in happened Oklahoma. Oklahoma. And we just like, blame Oklahoma on it. I mean, yeah, that's. And we're like, guys, the Trail of Tears happened in Oklahoma. <sighs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, so that's Kingsland, and I mean, I'm sure there are other great things about it, but that's the only reason I chose it for today. I really like that. I also <laughs> like the phrase "railroad resort." Railroad resort, yeah. Because today, when you hear resort, you think beach, 
Mm-hmm. Or you think of a far Beach, away mountains, place, yeah. mountains, pretty. But it makes sense that if you're going on the railroad, there's going to be these stopovers, and that you have to stay. Like, why in, wouldn't so you... it behooves the mm-hmm. owner to make it nice yeah. so that the really wealthy people pay money? Like, yeah, I've make, never it thought just about makes that because today I can say I want to go to a resort, a far away, way away. Whereas back then you think I want to go to the other side of the state, but it's going to take 40 days to get there. Right. So let's so. stay at the resort in Kingsland for 20 of those days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's, have, let's have a little stopover so we're not seasick Yeah, let's have, you know, not jet lagged by the time we get there. <laughs> do you want to hear about our badasses? I do. So to this episode's badass slash badasses of the week, Come to us by way of Texas Monthly's Top 50 Barbecue Joints Ooh. in Texas, which dropped today. Congrats, Texas Monthly. So, this is my favorite issue you guys do every year. Christmas comes early every year mm-hmm. in October via the Top 50 Barbecue Joints You know, some edition. people put on their calendars the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. I put on my calendar the Texas Monthly Barbecue Edition. Barbecue Edition. And so they did all the work for us. I'm going to mm-hmm. point that out right now from trying all 50 to writing it about it so i'm gonna read directly from what's here Mm -hmm. the badasses of this episode are the pitmasters of fort worth's own goldie's barbecue Mm -hmm. this year's number one barbecue spot in texas according to texas monthly goldie's barbecue the pitmasters get this because when i imagine the winner every year it's either aaron franklin or Another old mm-hmm. old timey, and, and, and he's in here. But like when you think Pitmaster, right. you think and assume I think grizzled, older, at least in their forties. Yeah, like yeah. they they've been mentored absolutely by a yeah. couple of other legends before they get here. Mm-hmm. The Pitmaster team at Goldies: Lane Milney, age twenty seven; Jalen Hurd, age twenty seven. Wow. Nupon in Thanhousey, age twenty six. Johnny White, age 26. PJ Inthonhousey, age 23. What are we doing with our lives? Exactly. I, well, well, we're making I, a podcast fair, that fair. 50s of people listen to Dude, every we, week. We, tens of people tens every week. Tens of people tens every of people week people download this episode. <laughs> but so, yeah, this group is pretty awesome, and I definitely think we need to make sure to stop by when we're in Dallas Dude, in yeah. a couple weeks and at That's least meet be them. celebration meal. If not, get to sit down and do a do podcast. That. that would be amazing. I'll reach out. That's my job. <laughs> but, yeah, I just want to read a little bit about what they wrote about this group. So last year, a few young pitmasters joined forces to take an abandoned building on the southeast side of Fort Worth and create their ideal of a modern barbecue joint. Though they lack the decades of experience typical of many top flight cooks, this band of barbecue wonderkinder, that's pretty funny, had worked at some of the best joints in Texas. Franklin, La Barbecue, Micklethwaite, Valentina's, all based in Austin, by the way. But just after opening in February 2020, the dining room was forced to shut down because of the coronavirus pandemic. Goldie's barely hung on as a takeout operation until this past April when it finally reopened. So they went almost a full year Mm-hmm. After only being open for about a month, wow, being fully takeout, and uh, the journalists, I can't find their name right now, but we'll make sure to highlight them later. Wrote in parentheses when we recently joked to Johnny White that they should be selling more than fifteen briskets a day, compared with the hundred or so sold at Franklin. He replied, "It's better than the four a day we were selling last May." Wow. So, what shot this modest joint into the top of the Texas Monthly list? Simply put, food that's close to perfection. 
During repeated visits, we search for weaknesses and inconsistencies, only to find, again and again, the state's best spare ribs and spectacular sausage and brisket. While many places have come to rely on the common crutches of excess, too much salt on the brisket, too much sugar on the ribs, Goldie's demonstrates a confident restraint that bellies the pitmaster's youth. They trust the meat and the smoke more than an arsenal of seasonings. That attention doesn't waver when it comes to sides, especially the peppery cheese grits and the mustard-heavy pork hash. And then there are culinary surprises such as the new fun and housey Laotan sausage. That's a lot of words I can't say very well. I promise I'll correct this later. <laughs> um, take a chunk, mash it into a bit of sticky rice, and dunk the combo into the spicy sour joy sauce. Your eyes will open wide as you gaze at the horizons of new Texas barbecue. I am down for the like all the new Texas barbecue Dude, stuff happening. I love, and I feel like that's happened throughout the pandemic. There's mm-hmm. just been this wave of well, just it's people who have to innovate. Exactly because you have Michael. That list right there, yeah, Nickelthwaite, yeah, La Barbecue, Franklin Valentina's, they've perfected the traditional style. But I mm-hmm. love how we can hold dear to the traditional style, but also appreciate that because of them, mm-hmm. we get some of these spin-offs we can have that little, yeah, we can have innovate flair. and create some flair. So Goldie's Barbecue Pitmaster team, you are young. Hats off to you. You are bright. Hats off to you. Yeah. We can't wait to come try it for ourselves and hopefully shake your hand. And again, I just think it's incredible that the number one crew this year is made of people below the age of 28. It's amazing. That's insane. That's absolutely insane. <laughs> so yeah, can't wait to try that. Back to being topical. Back to being topical. Well, this What's was kind of topical. That was actually kind of a little I mean, bit like, A little bit. It's fall. It's not murder, smoking. but you know, well, you kill it's cows. Sort of. It, yeah, we topical. kill animals. <laughs> Slaughterhouse. Slaughterhouse. There we go. Five. All right. <laughs> hold Speaking on, hold of five on. times two, <laughs> ten. <laughs> Where are we taking Sawhill for barbecue? Uh, we're going to take Sawhill to Micklethwaite. I, cool. I just So Micklethwaite's not even in the top 10 this year. No, yeah. I have a personal vendetta with that. I can get over it. I just I will always stand by. Love it. It's the best, and the line hasn't changed throughout the past few years, and I actually take that as a sign of people know how good it is, so they don't spread the word too much. I love that. So we're going to take him to Micklethwaite. You make, I'll love that, yeah. What are what are the the top ten top ten Halloween movies top you can 10 watch Halloween movies you can watch on watch Halloween with the your family Let's watch movies. get your popcorn popping and watch <laughs> watch some movies in Halloween. I think you being sick actually makes that voice sound even more accurate. Better, right? <laughs> so um, I came I came in with five ready to go. Okay, and I felt like we could kind of mm-hmm. find our way in there. In no particular order. No particular order. I think we both know who we want to be number one. Right. So we, let's just wait. We'll wait we'll and wait see if we're on the same page for can, that. Yeah, yeah, I think All right. so. Uh, so let's start with, like, kind of down at the bottom, number 10. One of the classics. I'm going to go with the OG Halloween. Halloween. Just. Yes, dude. Horrifying. Horrifying. Wonder, just like it, it really sets up everything you. It's everything you want in a Halloween movie, and it's named Halloween, and it's named Halloween. Now, in the franchise, which one is your favorite? Because there's the original trilogy, and then there's a gap, right. and then there's a new one, and then there's a gap, and then there's like two more new ones. Right. I, 
I don't know, man. I think probably the original. Yeah. You just can't beat those. The the original with Jodie Foster, too. Mm-hmm. Also, it's just I love watching the classic horror movies where you yeah. see, this might sound bad, a legit actor or actress getting their start. Sure, yeah. Cause, because that used to be how it happened. Yeah, you did the um, low-budget horror movie, and the next thing you know, you're, you're where, a rom-com yeah. phenom. And now it seems that if you if you go into the horror genre, you kind of stay in that genre. Yeah. For a while, or mm-hmm. maybe your whole career, and not, you know, a little bit of, you know, behind-the-scenes knowledge is those movies are so niche, and they're all pretty low-budget, but they all make their money back. Yeah. So, and they all have kind of, like, this built-in audience. So if you get in with that built-in audience, you can just, like, go do conventions as as an actor. And yeah. Make, and make so much money. Just, like, Interesting. signing Like, it's, like, a reliable it's way like a reliable to make a source living. of income, yeah. So as... Um, a little inside. We don't have to chase this rabbit too no, far. Yeah. As an actor and being in that industry, I mean, are there conversations at the bar about oh, maybe I should just do this horror film thing, or, or are you like resistant to it because you don't want to get? I think there are some actors who might consciously go, "I don't want to do a horror movie." Okay, um, especially if they're like non-union. Yeah, but I think I think you know I'm an actor. I think most actors are like, "Yeah, I'll do a horror movie" because they're they're so fun. Yeah, um, I did like a horror short. Okay. And just like the whole thing is so fun because like there's fake blood and like it, it, the whole thing is kind of camp and you're yeah. you're like aware of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's definitely one of them. So that's number ten. Halloween is number mine. ten. Halloween. What do you got? I got so similar as far as name goes. Yeah. Dissimilar as far as horror factor goes. Oh yeah, totally. The Halloween Town franchise. Halloween Town. Disney Plus is out now, so all of us. Millennials, both on the younger end of the spectrum and the old, don't have to mm-hmm. mourn the days. Of Literally watched it last week. When we could actually, when we would tune in to Disney Channel and we Dude. knew it was October and we're going to get a Halloween Town or Halloween Town 2, Calabar's mm-hmm. Revenge, and you were so excited. Disney Plus, now we can tap mm-hmm. into those memories. And they hold up, they honestly. Hold up. I. I Dude, I watched Halloween Town last week and it was delightful. Still great. It right? was delightful. Like when the bus shows up yeah. and you know and the grandma shows well, up. I love I love a good practical effect and the the the, the, the bag is like remote yeah. and you just oh, kinda yeah. drive around with the bag and you're like, Oh, where are we going? Uh, where's going? going on? What's happening? Yeah, yeah. It's the best. <laughs> it's the best it is man. the best. It's childhood it's friendly. So good. I think it's better than the high school musical franchise. Um, I, I agree. I'll I be think, divisive. I think a lot of things are better yeah. than anyway. <clears throat> also true. <laughs> what else? Um so piggybacking off of like family friendly and not direct this isn't directly halloween but adam's family okay the adam's family and adam's family values are not only are they like fun and creepy and like a little scary they're actually really good movies like they they're actually really like really well done or really well yeah yeah (laughs) love those uh i love that Doc from Back to the Future plays uh, Uncle Fester. I love that is kind of uh, nice. Christina Ricci is so creepy as that I'm, little girl. I'm kind of curious. Am I the only one who gets Beetlejuice and Adam's Family mixed up sometimes, or is that a cardinal sin amidst the Halloween Town? I, well, I think I think stylistically they're the same. Okay, so that like that makes sense. I just always like when you say Adam's Family, I think of Beetlejuice, and then have to realize I'm thinking of Beetlejuice, and have to swing all the way back to the Adam's Family. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right. Next one. Going back to more of that literally so camp we're on number seven. style. We're on number seven. Yeah. The original Friday the 13th. Yes. So not the actual Friday the 13th Jason franchise. No. 
the original, original slasher style mm-hmm. camping in the woods. Yes, sir. Jason with machete and a hockey mask. Love it. Because I, I, I think this one's interesting because even if your first Halloween movie as a kid was Halloween Town, mm-hmm. your second one was probably the Jason it movies. It was probably one of the Jason it movies. It was probably, like, I just feel like that was such a classic 10 to 11-year-old well, sleepover. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's your first scary movie. Mm-hmm. What are we going to watch to be horrified? Jason. You're going to watch Jason. You're going to watch Jason. Because Jason is so scary. Yeah. Like, he's just terrifying. Mm-hmm. And then you've got... Um, <laughs> Oh goodness, I'm I'm gonna be bad if I can't remember her name. The the lead actress in that, who again, a great example of somebody who kind of got their start there. Uh, Betsy Palmer. No. Um, Give me a sec. Was she yeah. one of the main characters? She's, fr- or? She, she's the main character. Uh, she she's in Freaky. Uh, she's in Freaky Friday. Um, G Gian Taylor. No. Um, she was in the original one, right? Adrian King. No. Robbie Morgan? No. Deborah S. Hayes? <laughs> no. I'm just reading on IMBD right now, man. I can tell. <laughs> tell me when to stop. Okay. Hold on. This is driving me crazy. I'm going I'm to leave this. I'm going to say this is sick brain. Okay. <laughs> sick brain. Got it's, Anyway. It's, uh, I almost said anti-vax brain. <laughs> oh, God. Antibiotics brain. Antibiotics brain, yeah. It's a real thing. It's a real thing, guys. <laughs> we'll come back to this one. What's the yeah. next one? Um, so the next one, now we're on number six. Yes. I mean, we got to do it. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. Franchise or the whole thing? That's the question we have to That's keep asking. That's the question we have to answer because there were the original, like, two or yeah, three. Yeah, which Matthew McConaughey was in the he second in one. The, he was in, like, the, or the third, third one. one? Okay. Which they, which bombed. Like, that was... It, it was, was pretty him, bad. It was him and Renee Zellwinger, which yeah. is cool because it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's two Texas actors. It's one of his famous stories of like he had a small part that was yep. like the handsome dude who rides in on the motorcycle and was like, I kind of like this other guy. Yeah. Well, so. I remember. So did you read or listen to Green Lights? Yeah. Yeah. I so he talks about they wanted him to come in and play the mm-hmm. handsome guy on the motorcycle. Yeah. And he made the decision. I want to be the crazy killer mm-hmm. guy. Yes. And basically just got what he wanted. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. when you're handsome motorcycle guy, you can get what you want. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I remember my actual first exposure to it was the scene where one of the friends is trying to save the two friends that are literally chained to the table in the kitchen Mm -hmm. with, like, duct tape over their mouths. And, like, the family is just talking like there's not two people that they're going to eat chained to the table. Absolutely horrified me. So scary. Dude, so scary. I'm going to come out and say it. I don't like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It scares, it scares it's me too really, much. I mean, it's it's a little too intense. And uh, call me a wimp. I, I just think everyone has their own <laughs> palette for horror movies no, and what fair. they can tolerate. Too much. Something about the... Not the torture element so much. Well, torture, yes. But the, like, killers who are okay with what they're doing if there's too much of that it actually really disturbs like if they're not if they're not crazed enough if they're too if they're too normal that's when it messes with me i'm not ever gonna put like uh i'm never gonna put saw or hostile or any of those on my lists because Mm -hmm. it's just like i don't 
I, I, it's too much gore for me. Too much, it, and it's not. Yeah, it's not scary. It's and it's not like gory. a scary thing. And there's, I like some of the like fun, campy stuff for sure. Yeah. Um. But yeah. All right. Next so one. Number six. Number five. Number five. I'm calling. I'm putting this in the category mm-hmm. because I feel like it's a movie that one again either everyone remembers seeing around Halloween. Yeah. Or two only pulls out during Halloween because sure. of the level of scary it is. Strangers. Strangers, yeah. The the masked killer without a cause, slow burn, right. perfectly done, hour twenty minute movie. Home invasion stuff, yeah. And honestly, to me, one of the best but also scariest moments in all of like thriller scary movies mm-hmm. was when the couple's finally tied up in the kitchen mm-hmm. and the girl is begging and says why are you doing this and the masked like lady just tilts her head and goes because you were home yeah since chills down my spine every just single time it, yeah. absolutely horrifying oh yeah <laughs> so yeah crazy stuff <laughs> quick side story watch that with my friends in college mm-hmm. i had seen it before and a few others have but one of our friends who will remain nameless is easy to scare just doesn't like True. Doesn't like scary stuff. Doesn't like jumping stuff. Doesn't like scary stuff. We made him watch it. And then another one of our friends like hid in his room afterward in the dark. And so when he walked into his room, my friend just goes, boo. And they punched him in the face out of like absolute terror. (laughs) He had a black eye for like a week. That's fair. I mean, that's fair. 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 I mean, get what's coming to you in a way. But it was also just hilarious. I thought I'm going to get him. But he kind of got got in the process. That's what happens. It was wonderful. (laughs) All right. Number. Is this four? Yeah, this will be number four. Wow. Nightmare on Elm Street. This one's horrifying. Actually terrifying. Actually terrifying. And it's it's one of those that. Because of the nature of it, it scares you for a while. Like, I remember watching it as a kid, and it's, uh, you know, again, Johnny Depp. Like, it's one of those that starts off some careers, but it's it captures the imagination in a way because he comes after you in your dreams. Yeah. And it something about that, like, I was afraid to sleep. Like, it, it took that thing of, all right. We know that these things trigger your nightmares. Yes. And like that's the, like that dream thing mm-hmm. and it triggers that adrenaline. So we're going to take like sleep, that thing that makes you feel safe. Yeah. And, and the thing make, you have to do. We're going to weaponize that. Yeah. And that was so genius. Like that thought. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. When it was almost like hiding in plain sight as mm-hmm. far as the idea, right? Because you'd, right. be sca- you'd be scared of the dark, too scared to go to sleep. Uh-huh. And they literally made a, a movie about... Why you should be scared to go to sleep. Also, do you think it was a character decision on their part to make Freddy maskless? Because you had had Mike Myers and Jason so. up to that point. So I think there were both of those that were kind of that like the mask killer thing was there's the unstoppable the unstoppable mask killer, right? Yeah. Just the unstoppable force. No matter what he's slow moving, but he's yeah. gonna get you. Yeah. And then Freddy's like quick and, and conniving and, and scary and, and horrifying and yeah, awful. Yeah. And I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm gonna have nightmares because of this conversation. And he's, he's so like the other ones are like hiding and he's mm-hmm. not. Yeah, like he wants you to see. He wants exactly. <sighs> so scary. Yeah, horrifying. All right, coming at you with a curveball. Curveball for, for number three. But this this one I wanted to throw in there because it is everything that a cult slasher horror classic should be. Yeah. 
just stupid plot, mm-hmm. too dumb to be real. Yes, stupid teenagers that are bad at getting away from things, mm-hmm. and like super low budget. Chopping Mall. Never seen this one, dude. Chopping Mall is literally about teenagers okay. who get locked in a mall, and there's a robot killer on the loose. Okay. And that's all it is. That's the whole movie. They're just trying to get away from a robot killer. All right. And they get chopped in half in the end. That's hilarious. And we just had to have, we had to have a slaughterhouse one on this one. So. Okay. Chopping mall. I'll allow it. It's available on Amazon Prime. If you need a low budget, like laugh horror film, chopping mall. Fair. Okay. Fair. Coming with the curveballs. All right. What are we doing for number two? Because we've got two spots left. We got. I've got two movies in my head. Okay, and I'm trying to guess what you have for number one. I'm trying to. Get, well, there was one that we did talk one about. We did talk about, and then there's the one that I said, and Probably I wasn't number, referring to that one. That, as that's one. what I thought. All cool. right, let's say so number, number two, two at the same time because we talked about it before right. this. Three, two, one. Ernest, Ernest Halloween. Vern, Vern, Vern. Tired of these scary movies scaring <laughs> you all the time, dude. You shut up. That that movie scared it the crap out of me. It actually was a little bit scary. Uh, <laughs> the ending of that movie, I remember being actually terrifying. What I kind of um, forgot what happens in the end. What happens? Man, so the whole thing is like people start turning into zombies, essentially, right? Okay, yeah, and yeah. like monsters start coming to life. Uh, and at the very end, like you know, the the entire plot is centered around getting it back. You know, getting the thing back in. Uh, and sealing sealing the evil back up, and at the very end, like they don't, or something. Like, yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, yeah. Was was Ernest supposed to be for kids? Is that I think he was, was he? like he was a Canadian comedian, um, and the Ernest series like did relatively well. It was the only thing he really did. Okay, uh, there was Ernest Goes Camp, Ernest Ernest uh, Scared Stupid, yeah, uh, which was the Halloween. Ernest one, Goes right? to School, yeah, Ernest Goes to School, Ernest Goes to Jail. Wasn't there? A jail I think one? I think he I think he went to jail once. Um, I don't know if it was for kids. It certainly seemed like it was for kids. We watched it as kids. Yeah, I'm just trying to remember if the humor was actually meant for kids or it was just really dumb. I would have to go. I haven't seen it in 20 years. 20 years, but, but it's a classic. It's a classic. <laughs> I I think Ernest scared stupid yes is, is definitely should be on everybody's halloween list uh because it's just so silly super silly super dumb and even the cover right now it's looks like, so stupid i remember i watched uh who be halloween last year um or maybe it was this year but the the adam sandler movie oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. uh and it was actually pretty good okay but it was basically Ernest scared stupid. Like in in so many ways, it, <laughs> it was Ernest, me scared, of Ernest stupid. scared stupid. I mean, in so many ways, Adam Sandler reminds me of Ernest. Reminds you, Adam Sandler has been copying Ernest this I whole time. I don't think no, that's you true don't. At all. Okay, yeah, I think I, I think Adam Sandler is pretty original. I, know, I mean, if I Pete Davidson don't. can do it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I I think I think he's something special. I think he could be more special. If he wanted to be. That's also I fair. think he very clearly is like, I'm going to try like once every 10 years, years, but also still make money. And then I'm just going to go on vacation. I'll give you that. Okay, you're right. I ebb and flow on Adam Sandler. Sometimes I think <laughs> he's hilarious. Sometimes I think I hate him. Hey, man, I, I have I watched any of his recent comedies? No. <laughs> Except for Hoobie. Uh, <laughs> will I Will I watch his Bruh. next comedies? Probably not. Probably not. not will I watch any uncut gem type thing he does? Yes. Yes. Hundred percent. Yes. So good. 
So good. All right. Number one. Number one. We might not say the same thing. I feel like but we, will. I, we might. We might. Okay. Three, two, one. Cabin, Cabin in the, the woods. woods. Let's go. <laughs> yes. Okay. Best Halloween movie because it's the best horror movie ever made. At Bar me, none. at Seth, if you Dude. want. Uh, the rest of the list, whatever. Like you can have your favorites. We let we obviously left out a lot of things. Obviously, Evil Dead we left out. Scream I, we, we left, left out, out a lot of zombie movies. Left out a lot of we zombie left out movies. Scream. Um, it's not an official list, <laughs> right? This is just our list that we came up with. This is right our now. Saturday night. If we yeah. decided, let's stay up all night and let's have watch. a Halloween themed yeah, yeah. movie night. Exactly. But Cabin in the Woods is the best Cabin horror movie. The best horror movie ever, ever made. Ever made. It is intelligent. It's funny. It's actually scary. It's like, higher budget. It's higher budget. Best um, ending. Oh god, such a good ending. Such a good ending. Like they really do just go. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna do the thing nobody ever does and just end it right there. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And I do you think people like it as much as we do, or is this just a really I don't random? Know. <laughs> I think it's one of those things where. It is actually really good. Liam Hemsworth, um, he's in it. This is his. Uh, Chris this Hemsworth. Is Chris Hemsworth. This is his horror movie. I can't remember if he'd done Thor yet. He had not. He had no. not done he had Thor. Not yet. Done Thor. He had, had done, he done a Red perfect Dawn? getaway. Okay, he did perfect getaway. And then I'm pretty sure this was next. Like okay. I don't think he did anything mainstream mm-hmm. until after Cabin in the Woods. Because they're like okay, going back to Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the one that um, Matthew McConaughey was in. That didn't come out. They didn't release that until after he had had a couple hits. Oh, really? So like it, it came out briefly in '95, and they pulled it like immediately because it was and, just bombing so hard. And then he had so a couple hard. hits, and so did Renee Zellinger. And then they re-released, they re-released it, it. Okay. in '97, and it still bombed. But I don't know if um, Cabin in the Woods is one of those things. I can't remember when it came out. Oh yeah, um, right if now. It was before or after Thor. But yeah, man, Hemsworth is amazing. Franz Krantz is amazing. When um, I like that, so it just it captures everything that's dumb mm-hmm. about a horror movie. Yeah, but in a really intelligent way. But then it way. gives it a purpose. Like it's a group of teenage young adult right. friends traveling. Yeah, and they're all dating except for uh-huh. two of them. Yeah, <laughs> it it, it it's does got every single cliche. trope. It's got all the things. It's got the the creepy guy telling them to turn back. It's got. Uh, the the crazy cabin that nobody would actually that no stay one in. would actually own or stay in right. But then there's people beneath them controlling everything right, and it's amazing. It's so good. Like I feel like this is one of those movies where when the actors got the script, they were like, mm-hmm. "Pay me nothing, I will do this movie." <laughs> um, they definitely have this thing where it's like a really great, um, you know. Again, Cabin in the Woods movie. And the whole thing, you're kind of like, all right, yeah, this is scary, okay, whatever. And then it, right at the end, it gets so unbelievably over over the top. <laughs> like, that payoff, like, I'm thinking about the scene with the elevators when yep. they start opening. <laughs> it's just things killing each other. And I know I said, like, I'm not into, like, a whole lot of gore, but when it's overdone like that, yeah. and it's just so ridiculous. Yeah. When it's like Tucker Dale versus Evil shit, <laughs> yes. uh, then I, 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 it's fun. It's Quentin it's Tarantino, so Quentin times, Tarantino a times a million. I, I remember watching it with you at mm-hmm. your house in Austin when you were in college, and yeah. we were cry laughing. Dude, cry laughing. At how absurd, how absurd that last 10 minutes was, and oh, it was man. amazing. It was so good. And, so, then, you, and then you have um, Sigourney Weaver walk out at the very end, yes. and you're just like, oh my God, it's Ripley. <laughs> oh, man. 
So good. Alien, there's another one we could have had on the list. A- Alien's another one. We, we'll have to just do we'll another. Do we'll another, do a Thanksgiving we'll do version, but only do but horror only. movies, <laughs> since there's no such thing as a Thanksgiving movie. Right. Thanksgiving gets slept on, by the way. It does get slept on. It's really like, like a, the holiday season is a, the Oreo thins, because yeah. the cream in the middle is just this little... Well, so Halloween makes way more money than uh, Thanksgiving. Obviously. It's number two. Obviously. Christmas is one. How did Halloween that happen? I don't. I think Thanksgiving is hard to commercialize because um, turkey sucks. Partially because turkey sucks. Okay. Uh, I I think there's just a lot going on leading up to Christmas, <laughs> and they don't want to overwhelm everybody. And also, it's like a family centric holiday. That's fair. It's more like giving thanks, and it's less prone to being like gift giving and more about like, yeah well in the past few years there's this weird undertone of like give thanks by the way the whole pilgrim and indian thing might not be fully accurate give thanks right, give thanks you're on stolen land you're on give thanks, thanks. yeah it's kind of that like be grateful right you stole it all <laughs> and so then you're on this line of like so uh, be happy that you're family you're a piece of shit <laughs> Be happy that you're together. Thanks for the generational trauma. Like, it's just all <laughs> floating around. Yeah, Maybe it shouldn't get around. that much, actually. Maybe. Yeah, screw Thanksgiving. <laughs> this is an anti-Thanksgiving podcast. <laughs> We're just going to skip the Thanksgiving episode. Yeah, exactly. Just the, kidding. The Thanksgiving episode is just going to be the intro music and not sponsors. <laughs> and then, like... Not sponsored by Thanksgiving. And then an hour of dead air. <laughs> I'm just, gonna press, I'm just going to press record and leave the microphone. We should just record our Thanksgiving nap. That'd be funny. Um, but yeah, anyway, so if you want a feel-good a feel good horror movie, Cabin yeah. in the Woods. Is the only one I would call feel-good movie. Is the only one movie. I would call feel-good. So this weekend or next weekend for actual Halloween, if you find yourself in the mood for a horror movie but yeah. don't want to get too scared and want to have some fun... Cabin in the Cabin Woods. Cabin in the Woods. And any of the of the other movies we just mentioned. Those are all great movies. Or none of them. Go find your own. We don't care. I just thought care. of a feel-good uh, Halloween movie. Oh, which one? Uh, Casper the Friendly Ghost. That is... That right? is that, that's, that would okay. count. That would that's that's feel-good. I had to, I had to no, mention No, you're good. You're good. Um, <laughs> so you've been sick for a while. I've been sick for a while. And I've been having to, you know... Kind of be on my own out here yeah, for a little bit. And Sorry it's, about that. No, it's fine. It's I fine. feel bad. No, it's totally. Good. I just toss and turn in my fever dreams. I I've been having fun and the beautiful feeling weather. guilty. <laughs> I think you've just been feeling sick. Is oh, what you feel, man. dude? Honestly, like seeing seeing how beautiful the weather is and it's finally cooled down has made it so much worse. I'm not even gonna lie. Really? Yeah. Because I'm just like. Ugh. But then you'll feel better, and you'll just be able to enjoy it. I'll be able to enjoy it. But last week, I was on a trail run. Mm -hmm. What I thought was the safest place of all time. Yeah. And I freaking saw him. We can't escape this guy. I can't escape him. So I'm I'm out of the green belt. And I went there specifically because I thought he's been getting a little hot-headed the last few times I've seen him. Mm -hmm. He's been nice when you've seen him, but I see him and he's a little... You seem to do something. You trigger him somehow. Something about it. Well, I think I know why because of this interaction. Mm. I'm running and I see a mountain bike coming toward me, Mm -hmm. but it's in camouflage. Not good because I can see it. Mm -hmm. So I have some suspicion. Like, why... Is that mountain biker trying to blend in with its surroundings? Mm-hmm. And it's getting closer, and I see this kind of bald-headed, lean frame and this aggressive look. And what I thought was it turns out he gets about ten feet closer in its lands. Mm-hmm. 
But I'm thinking he's got no qualm with me. Mm-hmm. He's just out for a mountain bike. I've I've let him be in the ball pit. Yeah. I've let him be at the circus. Yeah. I wasn't the one throwing out the first pitch at the Round Rock Express game. No. But he gets up close to me, and as I'm about to go by him, I just thought we were going to pass each other. He unclips from his mountain bike and kicks me off of the trail. And I fall, and I like land in this mesquite bush, and I'm a little tangled up, and he's just staring at me. And he goes, that's why I only have one. And then he gets on his bike and rides away. So basically, it comes to find out, Lance is blaming me for his testicular cancer shit. Oh, he yeah. thinks it's your fault. He thinks it's my fault. Well, that's kind of messed up. Yeah, it's what I get for being a tripod, I guess. Right. Wouldn't it be four? Well, no, because he only lost one. Yeah, but you. So he thinks I stole so th- his. Okay, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He thinks you stole it. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, dude, I wasn't even around. I wasn't even around. I was a fan. <laughs> So I saw him this week. If you happen to see, Lance, happen to see Lance biking around, being a little fart knocker. He is such a little he fart He's such a little again. fart knocker. Again, make sure you don't have any sports balls with you because he takes offense to Anything that. Anything spherical, really. Yeah, just really uh, drives no, him up the no wall. No Mentos. Um, Maybe tell him that I didn't, I didn't cause the cancer thing because mm-hmm. I really don't think that was me. I wonder if, if you go to Lance's house, it's just like full of Dippin' Dots and like... <laughs> I wonder how he feels about like beanie babies with all the like little oh, beads. Yeah, I yeah. bet he is really triggered by that. Mm-hmm. Or like balloon festivals. He's probably like, oh. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. We're just doing this now. Yeah. <laughs> well, y'all, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode to our second sick cast. Second sick cast. But super sick cast this time. Yeah, yeah. Seth, thanks so much for recording, even though you feel like garbage. Hey, man, I wish I could record recorded any of the previous days, but this is the <laughs> this first. This is the first day. Yeah. And, hey, thank you for listening with us throughout this episode. We know that it's late. We promise that it will be back on track as soon as Seth is feeling better, Yay. barring me not getting sick from you being we'll sick. Um, but please keep listening. We're going to keep making these. We're going to keep trying to get better. We want this podcast to grow. We want to do it the right way. So please give us feedback if you have any Leave us a review, hit Share those five friends. stars, hit those four stars, hit those three stars, however many stars you think we deserve, you give them to us. You keep telling people that it's okay to give us less than five stars, and I want I want it on the record <laughs> that I don't agree with that viewpoint. All right, give us four stars so that we're meeting right in the middle and we have room to grow. I See, again, I, I, don't, I don't like that. Give us five <laughs> stars. Yeah. Give us five stars. Give us five stars. And write whatever you want in the comments. I don't care. (laughs) Write what you want in the comments. Give us five stars. Listen, review, share. Send links to your friends, to your family. Share via Instagram. Give us a follow at techsish underscore pod. And for real, at this point, we really do want to grow this as much as we can. So if you have any ideas on how we can make this better for you, uh, make it more entertaining, uh, make it something that you're willing to share with your friends, let us know. Let us know. All right, y'all. Enjoy your Halloween. Stay healthy. Bye, Bye, y'all.